Hello, hello, I am back. <laughs> For those of you who's listening to this podcast, I have a feeling that you am a subscriber or like you've been listening to this podcast because I've been MIA for about a month or more. I want to tell you guys where I've been and uh, what you could expect because I am back. I'm going to try to do this more regular, but I have recently purchased a new home and I've been just super busy moving and settling into the new home and I am actually at the new home right now in my new office space. And it's, things are still somewhat of a mess, but I am starting to settle in. But I just want to update you guys, like how that experience have been, what what I look forward to. And for those of you who are new to this podcast, you might be like, what? No one cares that you're back. <laughs> but hello, nice to have you here. This podcast is essentially where I share, you know, my life experiences, want to just you know, let y'all know out there that who is also experiencing similar things that you are not alone. And let's start with this new recent, you know, chapter in my life. So I am a new homeowner. I have purchased a new home um, in November of last year and actually December to be exact. I closed in December of last year. And it is a home that I purchased 100% with my own money that I made. And I'm really proud of it. Like, I am really proud. I am 34 years old and I did not come from a money background at all. Like, my parents and I actually immigrated into into the United States when I was like 10 years old. And, you know, went to public school. Normal kind of experiences. I would say still very fortunate, still very feel blessed that you know we had the fortunate ways to sorry it feels a little staticky at the moment hopefully you can't hear that um but you know i did not do well in school just to kind of get you get that out there for those of you who's wondering like what background what I, what I, I didn't do well in school actually all the way up into call like community college I went to community college for the first two years and then I transferred to a university but I would say for the most part of my education <laughs> not career education I didn't do well until I was like two years into college and that's when I felt like I had awakening and then in, in actually paying attention in school. But I never really was like an outstanding student or anything like that. And at one point, a terrible student worked at a normal kind of career life. Um, I would say um, more like I would say about five, six years ago. That's when I, I call it epiphany. But really, it's like uh, a stage within my career where I start to feel actually very, very confident and wanted to be more outspoken and like speak my ideas and be out there like a go-getter and get things done. And that really changed my entire career because I would say majority of the money that I saved for the home was made in the last like five, six years. Um, and And here I am. Like I basically saved a good amount of cash. I actually put a decent amount of down payment down just so that I could balance the crazy interest rate that all of you are aware within United States right now, just overall in most states, like the interest rate is still quite crazy. Even though I closed back in December of last year, interest rate was 
already at like the the mid to high fives, and but I still feel lucked out because it's not like wasn't at like the sevens like it is now in interest rates. Uh, but prices is still crazy, and I feel very fortunate, very blessed that I was able to accomplish that. And you know, with a, this podcast, it's like sometimes I want to share with you guys like what I've gone through with some of my experiences because I was like I did not start out feeling like ever in my life that I was ever gonna be able to purchase a home by the way like on my own by myself like within myself as a female like I kind of grew up with like a traditional thinking meaning that I always thought I needed to you know marry a man not like needed in a bad way but needed because that's what the society expected out of us in terms of the pressure that we get especially as a young girl you're always asked about like what when you like you're not even asked like you're just talked to in a sense of like when you do get married when you find your husband it's when it's a matter of when not matter of if you know it's not even really like spoken to as if there is another option in life so i was very you know accustomed to thinking that like okay in order for me to buy a property one day i would have to be married so i kind of grew up with this experience or with this like mentality that i would have to do it with somebody else and because like six you know five six years ago i would say i wasn't still i still was not financially super independent meaning that i was not at a stage where i saw myself being able to purchase a home on my own yet so from then to now i want to share that because i feel like the five six years ago is when my life really change dramatically and much has to do with my own mindset and my own like dedication to change my life that I felt like really brought this like huge difference from before and now and I've gone through some things you know within the last five six years that I think also really pushes me to become like a braver and better version of myself even though I was going through like a terrible breakup was going through like depression and like had to go therapy and all of that. And this is what this is what this podcast is about. If you're new here, this is the kind of experiences that I share. If it's even if it's success or failure, share it with y'all. So number one, you guys know you're not alone if you're feeling any some sort of like like down anyway. And challenges that you face at work like this is another topic that i do talk about a lot but uh, all of that aside let me catch y'all up for those that who have been following me and listening to the podcast so yes things been crazy like home's been crazy and let me remind y'all too so i bought a home it is my home but i am bringing my parents with me to live with me at my home so i do have a room here that is dedicated for my parents. And yes, my parents is going to live with me. And I welcome that and I love that. And I know that that's not for everybody. Like I actually don't know any of my friend that number one is willing to be like happily willing, I guess, to like live with their parents. Cause I guess it's just not that common. I know in some cultures more common than others, but even in my culture, I guess like at least within my generation is starting to become less and less common so i think i'm probably one of the only person within my friend group that i know that actually no maybe like one or two also live with their parents but it's like the other way around like they live 
with their parents. And I emphasize this because I, I do feel like honor that I'm able to provide my parents an experience without adding, you know, more financial headaches to them in some way. Does that make sense? Like, I think, you know, you should be proud of that. Like, because there are instances and no shame of that if your parents is helping you and they're like fine and willing and have the financial mean that's great like honestly if my parents is rich like i would love for them to help me too like no shame at all uh but my parents are not they're 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 not wealthy nor they're actually retired and yeah like so they need financial support and i'm actually very happy that i'm able to give that to them so anyway so i moved into my new home I bring my parents with me and I also just recently moved them in with me because it took them a few more months, I would say, to, you know, move from the old place to the new place. So that's why I've been super busy. But, you know, to tell y'all, like, there's also obviously like good and bad, of course, of like living with your folks because, yes, like, (laughs) you know, I had a few months of just having this entire place to myself and it felt really great. Um, if it does, <laughs> but I'm happy. I'm very fortunate that I'm also very close to my mom and my dad. And so living with them doesn't feel like a burden at all. If anything, it gives me a peace of mind knowing that they are in a safe place. I know what's happening. I could protect them and all of that good stuff. Um, but I do have moments, you know, like maybe not often enough where it is still like new to me this new environment and like what have happened right like being able to accomplish it like sitting in my new home right now talking to y'all like the last time I was speaking to you guys I was still at you know my old place that you know like it was a struggle in the sense of that you know it was not an ideal place to live um but like I still have those moments where you're kind of in disbelief like is this really happening and I and I kind of take time to look back at to like what brought me here because I do have friends I would say that like they're also kind of going through a period of the time where they feel very dependent of they're either partners of or family members because they're not quite there yet to make it on their own and i've been there like i definitely have been there before i'm here and i want to share with y'all like what i believe helped me kind of really got to a better place like i think one thing like anything that you want to achieve i think the first thing that i see as a really powerful trait to have and if you don't have to start practicing is almost this idea of like being obsessed and dedicate to something to the t like so much like and i kind of pair obsessed and dedication into one because when you're so obsessed with something you dedicate so much of your time in perfecting it mastering it like whatever that is and i feel lucky that i think my personality ever since i was young when i do get into something i tend to have this like obsessed personality 
on things like that you care about, you know. And don't worry, like when I say that, yeah, like I have probably times where I'm like obsessed with a boyfriend, not in the crazy way, but just like you know, in love so much that's like you write their name on your you know notebook when you're like in high school or something.、Um, but when I say obsessed, like passionate about something, and I say this because I feel like when I Want to work hard towards something like have a better career, want to make more money, or want to be good at something like marketing or content creation or art, design, you know, fashion, like whatever it is that you or you are already naturally into. Make that into your obsession because I feel like that sometimes has helped me a lot. In improving myself and bringing myself in the next level, I mean, I I talked earlier about you know five six years ago was kind of like a tipping point for me, in you know helping me become the person that I am today and having the drive that I do. And I want to share with you all like kind of what happened. I think during that time, I wouldn't say that was as in like what happened was the ultimate thing that brought me over, but I think that. You know that hardship that I went through, and then the dedication and things that I pushed myself in becoming is what helped me gotten closer into where I am. So okay, let me just kind of rewind tell y'all. So about five six years ago,、um, I was still working at like a typical I would say a typical marketing firm job, and I wasn't getting paid a lot, nor if I was getting paid super little like. During that time, I would say I was getting paid a little below average, actually. Like if I were to be honest, because I did ask my coworkers around the same level as me at the time, like how much they were making, and they were making more than me, and we're doing the same job, and they were a guy, by the way. So I don't know if it's like a like a sexist thing or any anyway. Like I knew I was getting paid below average, and that's where I was, and that time. From a career perspective, I always felt that I had I had a lot of ideas, and I have experience where like I will be in meetings or going through a project where there's like ideas and things that I would have recommend that I wouldn't have like spoken up, and I would miss the opportunity, and just to later find out like someone else will say or someone else end up doing it, and it end up. Being very good, like meaning people, it was really well well received. So it prompted me to believe that, like, actually the things that I do think about and the ideas that I do have are valid, are good. Like I should start saying it more. Like that was already kind of at that stage where I'm starting to realize it, but I was still too shy or too scared or afraid or whatever. That is where, when I am in the work environment and I'm talking to more than like one or two people, I get nervous. I I doubt myself, and I was also at a stage from personal life, like a personal relationship life. I was very dependent on my partner, like whoever that I was dating, like my boyfriend at the time. I was actually very dependent on them to a point where I didn't realize it. Like at the time when I was going through it. I thought I was very like confident and independent because when I interact with my boyfriends, like back then, 
like I was like no I was never shy you know I if anything I would tell them all of my work ideas and how I would have done something or my real thoughts on some things and they will then validate you know my ideas like whoever I was dating at the time and so like I didn't realize how much I depended on whoever I was dating to validate who I am my ideas you know my worth until after I didn't have anybody like after I've broken up like at about 29 or 30 years old I became like single single for a few years and I'm single now by the way but I did date here and there during that time um but um during that time when you know ladies like for you if you're listening like you know the pressure that us lady gets when we're around 30s and like society wise right your family asks you your friends sometimes your co-workers like people don't even really know you they just automatically think like oh gosh like you like you're you're so pretty like how could you not have a boyfriend or like when are you gonna have a boyfriend <laughs> or do you have a boyfriend are you about to get married are you married are you a parent like they assume these things of you and even back then though to be honest i never realized that it was a bad thing to even do that because I was also guilty in doing that to other women in the past when, you know, like when I was in a relationship in my 20s, like I have done that bad thing where I just assumed another woman, you know, would be either married or have a child at a certain age, which now I realize like that number one is not OK to just assume number two, that should not even be the expectation. Um, but anyway, so, you know, during that time, and I want to share this because I feel like, you know, that's part of one of the uh, obsession dedication example. Because during that time, I went through this like terrible spiral in my life where I was just like depressed. I was like, oh my gosh, like I never thought I would like, be single, like not even close to marriage at all in like my 30s. And all my friends were getting married, getting engaged, having kids. You know, and I am like absolutely like the last one. And I still am like right now at this moment, <laughs> you know, five, six years later, I'm still single and no kids, not married, not even close to a relationship, except I'm very proud and happy about that. But back then I was super depressed and sad and it took me a while. I, th I think it probably took me a good two years to at least like just stop being super depressed just for the sake of being single and we went into a pandemic and to be quite frank the pandemic helped my depression and my loneliness because all of us had to isolate and all of us supposed to stay in so me not being able to date not being to see anybody actually made me feel not too bad but during that time i was really bored i was like okay like i felt like i don't have you know actually even before then before the freaking pandemic by the way um i went through epiphany <laughs> where i realized that even though i didn't have a partner to rely on to validate myself i started becoming the person that validating myself like all the ideas that i had i remember that's when i switched a job that paid me like triple um above what i got paid during that time when i was pretty much underpaid by the way and the way that I switch is I got obsessed in like having a better career like at that moment after a while like being on my own for a while like at least six months at that point like that's when you start to 
starting to a little bit get out of that rut and i remember i was just going through like you know what like i have i have good ideas like you know just one of those moments where like i think i was just, like walking in the street listening to music and you just start feeling like really good about yourself like you have those moments and i let myself have it i was like okay i'm feeling really good about myself i'm feeling really smart i'm feeling like i could just do, have it and i start to believe it and i start to you know like you know what? i could do this i deserve a better job i deserve a better role i deserve a better pay like i strongly started to believe in that without anybody you know validating me without honestly like anybody to talk to and during that time because i didn't like have a boyfriend to hang out with most weekends anymore and most of my friends are you know married or having kids which means that i also cannot just always hang out with my girlfriends either i went to the bookstore a ton like i remember i just during that time because i have all the time in the world i had a bunch of questions in my head about anything and everything sometimes about relationships like why do people cheat <laughs> you know why are people together why do people want to get married like what is love and sometimes i have just like curious question that's not even relationship related but more self-improvement like you know like how to optimize time i think that those are the times where like what i read like the four-hour work week and um how to be a better public speak speaker like talk like ted talk like you know start reading a bunch of books that it's not just even about like relationship stuff but like self-improvement like how to think creatively how to think big how to entrepreneur become like successful how to you know like like how does google become google how does amazon become amazon right how does elon musk become elon musk what about steve job how did he become so creative like just i was just bench reading watching all of these like biography going to the bookstore every single weekend stay there minimum like three hours every time i'm there i finish like at least at least one book that was like doing the craze where I wanted to learn. I just needed to feed my brain with a bunch of new information about things that I was curious about. If I had a question, if I had a thought about why, what is this? Why are people like this? Why are we like this? How is this? How does this work? I found an article, a book something to get my hands my mind my eyes on it to learn more about it so i went through this crazy obsession of just learning and improvement luckily i had a recruiter from a really top company at the time to reach out to me for an interview and i was like ecstatic and at the same time i also you know prep my brain to like hey you know what if you don't get the job it's okay but because i also had all the time in the world i prepped the interview like crazy i legit read a few books on just how to interview greatly study all questions i went obsessed mode meaning that i wrote down i think at least like 50 different potential questions that the interviewer could ask me and i took this seriously again this is like one of my dream job like it's one of my you know dream company and i was so thankful that i even had the opportunity to interview with them so i had all the time in the world and i was going through in like the obsession learning phase so i went through like a very obsessed prep for the interview i literally remember studying when i say study i literally thought of like all the different like 50 questions that i think i would get asked and i 
practice how to answer all fifty, like like um those flashcard almost. I will have all fifty questions written out. Whatever question that I pick, I will say the answer out loud because I know in order for you to sound confident, in order for you to not get nervous, sometimes you have to say. Your answer, because you could think about your answer in one way, but when you say it, you might not have like the most smooth way of letting that out. So I legit practiced two days straight of like all fifty ways I could get asked those questions. So I went into the interview super well prepared, basically had all the answers memorized, and all of the different questions that. Majority, most common, you know, interviewing questions will ask you like, "What's your weakness? What's your strength? Why did you decide to leave your current job? What would you do in this kind of situation?" And you basically, uh, well, I basically read all of the job description, the requirement, have like a、uh, uh, example of how I would build this strategy or solve this problem, or you know, an example that resemble the things that they expect you to solve, like from the job description of. Everything, you know, keywords. Making sure you understand what each of the keywords mean, and have examples that you could bring into how you would work these keywords, execute these keywords, solve these keywords, whatever it is that shows that you do have the experience to do that. Like that's you know what I did. I went through all that depth. So I went in. That time was still in person. It was like five, six years ago, way before the pandemic. And I got the job. I legit got the job, and I got the offer le- like the day after my in-person interview. Super excited! Like, oh, like it's one of those feeling where you feel like you aced the test. But what most people don't know is all of that work that went in. Like nobody knew. I basically practiced out loud two days straight. You know, before the interview, nobody knew that. All of the hours, even before those two days, all of that prep of like reading a bunch of books about interviewing, learning about the company, and also figuring out like what you know highly likely fifty questions. And by the way, I think most of the questions that they did ask me, I did guessed that they would ask me, so I did have an answer prepared. I don't really think there's much questions, many questions that they did ask me that I felt unprepared for. That's like the extreme. That I went <laughs> into, you know, that's obsession right there, right? Like just prepping a freaking interview, which I think most people wouldn't do. And sometimes that's what sets you apart, you know. Like I know people that would say, "I want a better job, I want a better career, I want to get paid more." But then you ask yourself, like, what actions have you taken to really change that? And I think that kind of stuff, like what I did, I'm not saying that's like the only way to do it, nor that's the right right way to do it, but that was the way that I took action into improving my life, into bringing myself closer to what I wanted at the time, and that's what I mean about like having these obsession personality, having this like dedication, motivation type of personality. Like you have to. Create action, and sometimes it, it it hurts, meaning that you suffer. You know, like it was not fun for me to have to like study those fifty questions, find those fifty questions, predict what you know, like what would they ask me, practice saying it out loud. You know, like those were like not fun times. Like thinking back, I remember even like looking at my notes back then, 
how crazy it was. It was like pages after pages after pages of notes just preparing for that. Like most people that if they and mo- like actually no one really knew that process that I went through because I went through it completely alone. But if you saw it, you would think I was crazy, you know, but I really felt like that is what really helped me land my dream job that paid me triple what I used to pay just like a week before I got that job. And since me getting the job, I got paid like increased every year and got two promotions since. So I got paid even more. And I could tell you doing that in the last five, six years is what enabled me to save enough money to buy the house that I live in now. You know, and I feel very proud because, again, I put down a pretty decent down payment, like more than 20 percent. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't change my career five, six years ago through those obsessed interview and and then learn continuously on how I could be more outspoken to get paid where I deserve. I still do that till this day, like most recent last November, I got promoted and I, w- I was happy and super grateful for the promotion and the, pri- and the salary increased and my comp increased. But I did also bring up I was expecting more in the comp conversation. And I shared that with my manager and worked with my manager to, to see what we could do to bring it into a range that I felt that is more deserving to what I contribute to the company. And I was not shy about sharing that. And I had to also practice and think about how to say that respectfully without sounding like a jerk, you know. And I did get an increase where I feel more happy about. I did ever since then. I got that increase legitimately like a few months ago, right? And so it's something that I continuously do in my life, in my career, and learn more and do more. But I want to share this because I really, to me, like this is the magic sauce. Like to me, that is what sets people apart sometimes to like getting what people want, like what you want versus keep sitting there and saying these are the things that you want, but like never get it. And again, I'm not saying that's the only way to do it. I think there are a lot of ways to do it, but that was like way, like one way that I know how that I, I feel that it is effective, that really helped me, you know, bring me closer into, you know, getting um, into the place that really helped make me happy, um, like right now. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of what I mean about like being obsessed and dedicate. It's like you truly, you know, action on it. <laughs> and sometimes it's not easy but and it, sometimes you it would test your fears, meaning that like, like, and there's an example that comes to my mind right now. It's actually from Steve Jobs. Like one thing that I remember from Steve Jobs that he talked about in his interview is that, and this is somewhere along the lines. I can't quote exactly what he said, but he's like sometimes what set people apart is that you have to ask for either what you want or just like just ask. You know, and he gave an example of like back in like long time ago when he was like 12 years old, he called like Hill Packer and he actually picked up and he was like, hey, um, I'm Steve Jobs. I, I'm trying to build this frequency something machine. Like, do you have some spare park that's parks, parts 
that I could borrow or use, right? And he laughed and he was like, yes, like I'll give you some spare parts. And how about you intern, you know, at my company over the summer? And he was ecstatic, he was happy. But like, that was just one example of sometimes you don't know like either who's willing to help you or what type of reaction you get from just you being proactive in taking actions, rather if it's asking, rather if it's taking action to show that you want something or you do it to get you, like you do actions to get you closer to what you want. Like for me, doing that interview, my action wasn't just going there and be like, yeah, I want this job, give me the job, right? It's not just about asking what you want, but showing actions of like, okay, how do I practice, for example? Like basically, what's a good way for me to say and show that I am super qualified and a good candidate for this job in a way that would actually get me the job? Right. Like that is why I went through this crazy, you know, days to study and learn and practice so I could not only have the right things to say, but say in a way that shows I'm confident, um, you know, all of that stuff that also matters in an interview, depending on what job you interview for. Right. For the role that I was interviewing for, I knew that those would help me uh, get the job. So. um, Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I just like thought to share this because I, I thought like, well, don't share you're so grateful about getting to where you are today without sharing like what you felt like helped you but that's only like one of the things of course there's so many things that I feel like have helped me like you know like so many other things I feel like within my life and career that helped me get to where I am and I'm still learning every day of like how I could get better and better and better but sometimes like when I think about like, well, what makes you so different? For example, I mean, we're all different in good ways, you know, like it's good that we're all different. Uh, but that is like one thing. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I feel I'm just getting carried away now. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I'm super happy. I'm super grateful. But that is like the one thing that it's been kept keeping me busy. Just like, you know, the, when you get a home, that's another thing that I, I think I do want to talk more about in the upcoming episodes just like this home process like because there are really like good things and there's like really stressful things um and also like for those that who's even considering you know living with your family living with friends living close one like what would that be like i want to share my experience too because i feel like as a millennial uh living with your parents is becoming more common now right like you hear on the news that um, most people like they want to save a little bit more and so a lot of millennials are considering to living back with their parents and gen z i mean like would not be surprised right if gen z also want to consider staying with the family for longer or if you're out on your own maybe move back to also save some because the economy is a little bit crazy right now so like i want to also share some of that experience because living with your parents and living with your family or even your friends in general just living with anybody honestly even with the spouse (laughs) it's not easy it's not like you're gonna have days where you just feel like oh my god like you just want to strangle each other you know but you have days that are just so thankful to have somebody with you that you could talk to that you could rely on that you could depend on that you could like be together on and deal with things with so it, there's good days and there's bad days and even though i love my parents so much there are gonna be days where i feel like oh my god you know i'm annoyed <laughs> they're annoyed and that's okay you know that's okay that's normal um but i want to share some of that 
I also want to share more about like career stuff that I'm learning more so in the last few years because I feel like my mindset about how to deal with conflict, what it means to be a leader, you know, all of that stuff I feel like is changing in ways that I sometimes haven't seen before in my career. Like, you know, sometimes there's like moments in your life where you feel like I know it all. You know, and I definitely had those moments that I thought I knew it all and I absolutely do not and I still do not. But I had those moments where like, no, I'm pretty sure leadership is like this or like dealing with conflict is like that or being happy at work is like this where I thought that was the way to kind of think about it, at least for me. And a few years later, you know, I grew, I learned, I mature and I'm like, wait a minute, no. You know, legit what I used to think, that wasn't right. That was actually quite immature. That was quite, you know, selfish. And I literally couldn't have seen that back then because my mind is just not there. My maturity was just not there. My situation, my experience just didn't like bring me there yet versus now. And I feel like what I am able to start seeing now is actually helping me in my career a lot more like bring a lot more success bring a lot more influence bring a lot more just like togetherness and happiness at work too that I never thought I was able to you know think through before so I want to share what those are with you guys more as well because I know a lot of you listeners here also care about your job a lot think about career growth a lot and you guys deal with a lot at work so I also want to share some of those out there because I think we're all out there together and we're all experiencing sometimes very similar situations and things and I also like to hear like what other people do or encounter or is dealing with and what they do right to to offset those situations so I want to want to share more of that so that is all to say I'm gonna go back to my regular schedule I'm gonna try my best to and I'm gonna do that (laughs) so I'm back (laughs) and I love for those of you who's listening to this podcast because you've been kind of like wondering where I'm at if you did thought that thank you so much like I love you thank you for even thinking about me but if you're new here I also want to welcome you I'm so excited that you're here and you've been hearing me (laughs) more um, going forward Um, and of course if you have topics and ideas that you want to hear more about um i used to always love getting you guys' messages i don't think i got any recently but you guys could reach out to me on my instagram at things you should know and just message me and be like hey like these are the topics that i would love to hear more about your experience on like whatever that interests you let me know and i would love to make an episode to talk about that so all right i'll talk to y'all next week bye